कभी कभी मेरे दिल में ख्याल आता है कभी कभी मेरे दिल में ख्याल आता है कि जैसे तुझको जैसे तू मुझे चाहे 
मैं जानता हूँ कि तू है Dr. Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. We're on FM across Yorkshire. We're on DAB, Greater Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. You might be listening on an app on your phone. If you want to listen around the country or even across the world, we have people listening on the Radio Sangam app. So you just download the app and listen on your phone. be listening to us online on www.radiosangam.co.uk you can listen live or if you miss any of my shows or anybody else's shows you can go to the Sangam website and listen on there or you can listen on Spotify or iTunes we're also available on Amazon smart speakers we are just everywhere there is no excuse not to listen to me Eighteenth of October. It's about eleven minutes past ten. I'm Dr. Henna. I'm here every week on Sunday morning. I start my show at ten o'clock. I sometimes do one hour, sometimes two hours. Today I'm doing a one-hour show, so I'll be here with you till eleven o'clock. If you want to WhatsApp me into the studio, the messages come up on a screen next to me, so I will see them. It's 07 444 202155. That's 07 444 202155. WhatsApp me into the studio if you'd like. Today, I'm going to be talking about cosmetic procedures, which we call sometimes call aesthetic medicine. <laughs> tell you every week that I will try to do shows that you are interested in and this is actually a request that I've had from a few people who said please can you talk a little bit about cosmetic procedures and things like that so that's what we're going to talk about today. I will be joined shortly um, on the phone by my friend Zara who is into uh, this. This is what she does as part of her job. So I thought um, as she knows a lot more about it than I do I would actually invite her in. So what we're going to do is um, shortly I'll play a song that's actually been requested by Zara herself and then we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about that. So just as the people message me to talk about this subject, I'm on Instagram at dr.henna and I'm on Twitter at Henna Anwan. It's actually on, on, it was actually on Instagram that a couple of people, well, a few people messaged me and said, what do you know about cosmetic procedures? Can you talk about this? Um, so I decided to do that. 
going to play a song now called Teragata. I don't know if I've said that right. Um, it was requested by Zara, and um, after that, we'll get her. We'll get her on to talk to me about cosmetic procedures. फोन घुमाइए या फिर ओ सेवन पे टेक्स्ट कीजिए हर्सफील्ड की जान और आपका अपना रेडियो
You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna and I am joined now by Dr. Zara. Assalamu alaikum, Zara. Are you there? Waalaikumsalam. Hi, Hena. Hello. Um, how are you this morning? It's a bit, well, it's a bit um, cloudy and grey here. So where where are you calling from? I'm in London at the moment. It's what? about the same, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah well, I think we've we've lost we've lost all the good weather now. Um, so I just explained, Zara, before you rang, that I actually asked you, invited you onto the show to talk about aesthetic medicine because... It's an area that a couple of people have asked me. Well, a few people have asked me if I can talk about it. Uh, and you know a lot more about it than I do. So I thought I'd get you on to talk about it, if that's OK. So if you can just uh, introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you and then I'll ask you some questions, if that's OK. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Thank you for inviting me on. Um, yeah, so my name's Zara. I'm an aesthetic doctor, I, which essentially means that I work in a specialty called aesthetic medicine. Now, this is a recognized and growing specialty. It's distinct from plastic surgery, um, and its purpose is to enhance someone's appearance through sort of minimally invasive procedures. Um, this can range from injectable treatment. Most people will associate this with Botox or dermal filler treatments, but also involves skin and body care treatments. Now, as an aesthetic doctor, um, my my purpose comes in because one of the biggest drawbacks of the aesthetic industry is just lack of regulation. So as it stands, you don't have to be medically qualified to inject someone's face. So my colleagues and I step in here to provide that service in a safe and controlled way. So that's me as an aesthetic doctor. Mm-hmm. I also a GP registrar. Mm-hmm. So during the week, I also work either on the wards, in A&E, um, or in a GP practice. So you're so you're a medically qualified doctor is 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 uh, basically what I was trying to point out that you are a medically qualified doctor who is then doing some work in aesthetic medicine which people will recognize as what we call cosmetic procedures um that's kind of what people will know um so what made you want to do it so you already said it's because you feel like it's not regulated enough um or you wanted to provide it in a safe way so what is it that actually made you made the decision for you to do it so it's it really combines two aspects of my job, Hannah, that I really love as a doctor. Uh, one, I get to work with people and talk to them all day, help them feel better. And two, I really enjoy the practical side of my job. So I get to do a lot of clinical skills. Um, and I found the practical side of my job always came naturally to me. I've always really enjoyed needlework. So this is the ideal balance for me. So in the week I can do, you know, I can work in a or work in the wards and then I can go to clinic. And it's just such a nice sort of, change your pace and it's just incredibly rewarding yeah what um what are the reasons that people come to you to get cosmetic procedures done zara so there's several reasons i mean in terms of cosmetic procedures uh the main idea is either to rejuvenate or to enhance someone's features um now the different people come in for different reasons for example one would be they want to reduce the signs of aging, for example, wrinkle lines, or they want to restore the structural changes around the face. For example, as we get older, we notice that the fat pads in our cheeks start to sag, um, and we lose the collagen in our face. So in this case, for example, someone could use dermophilia treatment artistically to give a more youthful experience, uh, appearance. 
Now, there are other reasons. Um, perhaps someone has always been bothered about, you know, something about their face or they want to enhance the feature. Perhaps it's to increase their confidence or even, you know, maybe they have a special event coming up and they just want to look more refreshed. I think the other reason um, people are getting more cosmetic procedures is because there is now less of a stigma. Um, it's more accepted and the increased awareness that these things um, and treatments are out there has led to an increase in demand. The one other reason I feel like I should really point out, um, there are a small minority of people that will be getting cosmetic procedures for the wrong reasons. And again, this is where, as a medical professional, I step in. Um, there are There is a condition called body dysmorphic disorder, Hannah, um, and this is where... Um, you know, people can get fixated on either a minor or non-existent um, feature to the point where it's affecting their mm. life and social situations. They may be completely avoiding them. Um, and as a medical professional and every injector should be able to screen for this and recognize these signs and get them the help they need. Yeah, so you are qualified to ask these questions and be able to make these decisions when you think people are not right for these procedures as well, aren't you? Exactly. So I can turn people away because, yeah, you know, you and I, we're doctors. We're not going to be treating anyone if we don't feel it's in their best interest. Yeah. Um, and just just a minute ago, you said that you think that there's less stigma attached to it. So do you think that there there, yeah. there is or there was a stigma? Um, why do you think that is? Yeah, so I think there has, there was always a stigma. Um and, and it's more because people didn't really understand the procedures. I think a lot of people, even now, um, will think of aesthetics as, you know, something where um, treatments are overdone. You know, for example, I, I always have clients that come in and the first thing they'll say is, I don't want those really big lips that you see all over the media. Um, so there's, there's that sort of a stigma attached where they feel like people may judge them or the treatment may result in an unnatural result but I think that my colleagues and I have managed to get it out there that actually that's not the case you can have these treatments you can get a very natural looking result and yeah it's acceptable people people recognize this is something people want and they can have it yeah um if you're just tuning in now listeners um this is Dr Hena on Radio Sangha 107.9 FM and I'm talking to a friend of mine Zara who is uh, not only a medical doctor um, like me, she also does aesthetic medicine, which is cosmetic procedures. And I'm just going to clarify that's completely different to plastic surgery. So this is not surgery. This is using um, other means to do um, to affect the appearance or to try and improve the appearance. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that again because some people get very confused between plastic surgery and cosmetic medicine, don't they, um, Zara? Um, they really. Um, what are your most common procedures? So what are the things that people ask for the most? So this, this is interesting. So when I started off, most people would want either lip filler treatments or the non-surgical rhinoplasty. So lips, you know, um, just defining or enhancing the lips. The non-surgical rhinoplasty is also known as the 10-minute nose job, which is where, for example, you can just straighten the nasal bridge or give them a pointed tip, depending on what they want. Um, but now, given COVID, and I guess it's because we're all wearing face masks, the most common treatment now 
is treating sort of hollowness and darkness under the eyes. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Because... Sorry? I said that's really interesting that um, you've noticed a difference within your work um, since people started having to wear face masks because obviously they want the treatment on the areas of the face that people can see. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so every everyone is now, you know, you we all want that refreshed eye, eye look now because we're wearing face masks. So yeah, they're easily seeing about 10 to 12 a day of these now. So you normally, when you started, it would be people wanting to get their lips done. Um, so what do people ask for? Do they ask for bigger lips? It varies. It really does. Um, so some people just want a slightly more plump look. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have asymmetry. So you can actually also correct um, asymmetry to an extent with dermal filler treatments. Um, perhaps one side of the lip is, you know, a bit higher than the other. So we, these changes can be made. Some people just want a slight definition. It really does vary. And there are so many um, different results you can achieve with dermal filler. So it's, it's not always about volume. Sometimes it's just about, you know, enhancing or um, correction. And um, do you know what's that, what's actually in the dermal fillers? You know, when you're saying that you're injecting, what's do you know what, what's actually in them? So it's hyaluronic acid. Um, now, our body also produces, you know, collagen and similar. So it would break that down naturally. And that's the other sort of advantage of using dermal fillers is that um, our body will break it down over time. So it's not permanent and it's reversible. And you said the treatment around the eyes. Um, so what sort of things do you do with the, with the eye treatments? Yeah, so again, there's several several different treatments you can do around the eye depending on what their problem is. So one treatment, for example, is treating um, the the what we call the tear trough, which is a hollowness that you can get under your eyes. Um, that can be treated with dermophila, um or pure hyaluronic acid. And then you can also treat sort of um, pigmentation with various skin treatments. Um, and this can be mesotherapy, um and various other things, depending on what the concern is. But my most popular at the moment is the dermophila treatment for the tear trough. Yeah. So the reason that I think it's important to talk about it when people started suggesting it to me is because I knew that you don't have to have a specific, you don't have to be a medical doctor to start doing these treatments. And I really feel um, when people go and get these treatments done that they do it in a safe way, that they do it with somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, And I guess I just wanted to... uh, Put that point across really that um you know ladies and men not just ladies it's a lot of men that get treatments as well yeah. um i want to yeah. i want to provide a little bit of education about what sort of questions they should be asking when they do go and see somebody who is offering these procedures so you've got to a point where you think yeah i would like to have something done um and you book an appointment with somebody zara can you just give us some awesome advice about what sort of questions they should actually ask when they go and meet somebody yeah, no, I think you raised a great point. And I think if anyone can take any message away um, from today is that the first thing you need to know before you allow anyone to inject your face is the background of your injector. Are they medically qualified? Because, you know, the face has a complex anatomy. It's not acceptable to be treating someone if you don't know that anatomy because every treatment has its complications and risks you also need to be able to manage the complications. 
Now, most of these treatments in the right hands are completely safe um, if you know what you're doing. So first thing I would say to anyone is make sure they are medically qualified and that they're trained in the procedure they are offering and that they have experience. Now, once you've got that sorted, the next question I really would suggest um, is you need to get a feel for whether you trust the injector. Um, and you can get a feel for this during the consultation process. So when you sit down, um, you know, with, with your injector and you're discussing what you want to gain out of it, do you feel that they understand you and what you're asking? And are they giving you realistic expectations? Um, because only then can you go through the whole process. Because there is a big process at the end of the day. If, if your face or, you know, your body you are treating um, and there are always other final questions like what product did they use? But I think once you've got the reassurance you're in safe hands, everything else becomes a lot easier. Um, so yeah, most importantly, I would say to everyone, do your research. At the end of the day, it's your face and it's your money. So take the time out to get the answers and reassurance you need before you make any decision. So we think it's really important for people to go to um, those doctors that know the anatomy of the face people that know exactly where to inject to know how safe it is um to be able to recognize people that we think are maybe not suitable for this i've had a question come in from somebody zara where they've said how do you deal with individuals who you feel are not getting treatments for the right reason how do you deal with that so if i'm concerned so for example for myself if i was concerned that the person in front of me you know isn't getting it for the right reason, I would sit down. I mean, I'm, I'm a doctor. I would sit down and I would discuss with them, you know, what are your, um, what are their concerns? Why do they feel they need this? And there are a list of, there are actually screening questions that we can get online that will actually let us sort of, um, you know, work out whether, you know, this person may be at risk of body dysmorphic disorder. And it wants to establish that, you know, we discuss this um, and try and point them to the help they need which is most likely going to be advising them to go to the NHS and get that help. Because what we need to remember is that aesthetic industry is a private industry. Yeah, that's a, that's another important point to make as well. So none of these treatments are available on the NHS. This, these are treatments that people are paying for. Um, so I think it is quite... I suppose in medicine as a doctor, we are more used to saying, you know, um, giving people the option of maybe maybe this isn't right for you, maybe this is right for you. But, you know, maybe other people may not be quite as for, for, uh, forward with, with saying things like that, possibly. Um, so uh, I've had a I've had another comment coming in. Thanks, Pfizer. Um, they, she said the, the shift um, in the most common treatment since COVID is interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting as well um, about the most common treatment. <laughs> Zara, I've got a very niche question that somebody's asked. Um, they, they're, they're asking about um, do, what do you know about treatments to the bottom, the bum area? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so although this, this particular treatment isn't in my uh, logbook of skills. It is a, you know, it is a, it is a treatment that's actually growing and growing in popularity. Um, so there are surgical and non-surgical treatments for what we call, you know, enhancing the bomb or the butt lift. Um, so the surgical procedures are where a implant is inserted. Um, or, you, you know, they can do fat grafting where they transfer an area of fat from, you know, from another area. Mm-hmm. 
There are also non-surgical procedures where dermofiller can actually also be used um, in, in the bum area to enhance or give projection or increase in volume or give that lift that women or men may desire. So yeah, it is it is something that's growing in popularity probably due to, you know, um, social media and celebrities. But it's out there. Yeah, it's and something... it's amazing. No. Yeah, I mean, that is something that I just completely don't don't know anything about um, until I suppose you get you get quite sheltered in the world of medicine. You keep quite busy in your life and doing things. And then when somebody says, oh, what do you know about bum enhancement? You think, oh, OK, um, it's not something that I would really, really know about. Um, Zara, yeah. I just want to say... Um, to to clarify that the important kind of message that we're giving out today is when you go to see an aesthetic doctor so um what we mean by aesthetic doctor is somebody that does cosmetic procedures we want you um to be safe we want you to have those treatments done in a safe way we want people to go to somebody who knows what they're doing somebody that knows the anatomy of the face somebody that knows where they're injecting because there's a lot of nerves in the face there's blood vessels in the face there are possible um we 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 can recognize as medical doctors you can recognize if somebody is having an allergic reaction to something um we can screen people for knowing if they're suitable for a certain treatment or not and you can give as a medical doctor you've had that medical training you know the anatomy of the face you know exactly where you're injecting you know what you're doing um you know what sort of questions somebody should be asking and even if they don't ask the right questions you can give all of that information and i think zara i just wanted um, to chat to you because people are asking me about it and i don't do it so i didn't know about it so i thought it was important to get somebody that's actually in that area to, to have those conversations so um is that the most important point that you think um uh, we needed to make today really is that right zara i mean that's i think that really is the biggest take-home messages uh, message because um yeah everyone should be safe but that shouldn't deter them from getting you know these treatments if they want it can be done and it can be done safely as long as you you know are in safe hands, which use, which means you know go to someone medically qualified with experience. Yeah, Zara, thank you so much for talking to me um, on a, on a weekend as well. When I know you, you what, what have you got planned for the rest of the day? Relaxing, or are you go? Are you doing working today? I'm working, Hannah. You are working. <laughs> We're always working as doctors. We're always uh, working. Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for taking time out of your morning. Um, I will speak to you later on behalf of Radio Sangam and on behalf of myself, Zara. Thank you so much for talking to me and I will catch up with you later. And thank you so much for bringing me on. And Hannah, you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much, Zara. That really means a lot to me. Thank you. All right. Take care now. Bye. Dr. Zara, who talked to us about cosmetic procedures. I'm going to play a song by Sia Cole Chandelier and then I'll be back after this. Party girls, don't get hurt, can't feel anything. When will I learn? I push it down, I push it down. I'm the one for a good time. 
Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Somebody asked me about Botox injections. Um, Zara's off the phone now, but I do know a little bit about this, Tahina. So um, what you're talking about is something called Botox, which we know as something called botulinum toxin. That's the long name for it. Um, It's actually a product uh, of a bacteria. um, And what it does is it prevents... um, 
the nerves from working as they normally would work and that's the best way to describe it so basically it prevents um uh, uh what uh, we call it a neurotransmitter but what it means to you is it causes um a bit of kind of paralysis of the muscle um and that's how it works and that's how it makes it everything look smooth um so it's not true if you have it then you need to keep having it but what it means is that it it lasts for a certain length of time and then once that botox um stops then it uh, will go back to normal so the muscles will start working normally again so that's what it so that's what that means um if that makes sense to you um so i've been here since 10 o'clock this morning and i was talking to my friend dr zara about cosmetic procedures if you wanted to listen to it and you missed it um you can catch up online later on www.radiosangam.co.uk the shows also go on spotify and itunes um i've had a couple of messages coming in and um, i will try to respond to them before I leave the studio today. Um, so I thought it was quite interesting to talk about cosmetic procedures and it's something that a few people have asked me about and I, I think the main message that I wanted to give out today that I really feel that when people go for these sort of procedures that they do it in a safe way, that they do it with somebody who is, I, I personally feel that it should be with somebody that's medically qualified because you know that if it, if it's a medical doctor, you know that they're getting, um, you're going to somebody who's had training in the anatomy of the face, the anatomy of the rest of the body. And if, you know, I, I don't think that I would trust somebody who hasn't got that level of training to be injecting things into my face or any other parts of my body. Um, so I think it was just kind of important for me to to make that point really. feels like really quick when I do a show within one hour because the last few weeks I've been doing two hour shows because I've been covering for dentists that coming after me um, I am doing a two hour show next week so next week I'm doing a two hour show I'm going to be talking about kidney disease next week and I'm going to have a uh, an actual kidney or renal consultant with me in the show and that will be a two hour show next week <laughs> to message me between the shows just like these people did about asking for a suggestion to talk about cosmetic procedures you can contact me on my instagram and that is at dr d-o-c-t-o-r.henna-h-e-n-n-a or i'm on twitter henna h-e-n-n-a anwar um, i do try to respond to messages obviously i'm busy with work and things as well but the cosmetic procedures was a show completely um, by listeners that have asked me to cover this show so if you if there's something that you want to know about if there are areas of medicine or anything like that that you would like me to cover then please get in contact and I will try and do that for you. Thanks Nuzza, thanks Pfizer, thanks Tahida for the messages. 
Thank you, Zara, because I know you'll probably listen back to this. Thank you so much for talking to me this morning. It's It's been an eye-opener for me, and it's something that I think is really interesting. And yes, it is a growing industry, and we just want people to be safe, don't we? I want to give a personal thanks to people that have been messaging me saying that I'm doing a really good job. So, as you know, I started these shows in July and uh, I get some really lovely messages from people and I don't always get a chance to say thank you. So thank you so much um, for anyone that's been supporting me, people that listen to my shows, people that message me afterwards and say that it was interesting or if it was good. It does really, really mean a lot to me. got some really exciting shows coming up over the next few weeks i'm going to be talking about um really cool stuff uh i'm going to be joined uh, one show i'm going to be joined by my cousin's going to come in and talk about psychology isn't that awesome also some serious stuff i'll be having talking about palliative care carry on talking about things like mental health cancer you know what i'm like you know i like to talk about things that people don't like to talk about um i've got a really short show today um because i moved the ads to the end of the show so i'm going to be having to go quite soon so as you know people i always have to mention a roomy quote um i can't i can't go without doing that Today's roomy quote is, the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you. Isn't that lovely? I think it's really lovely. Um, so I'm going to go now uh, because there's loads of ads to come before the news. Um, I'm going to play out with a song called Bazzi and I chose this myself because I like it. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about kidney disease contact me if you want to contact me during the week uh, at Dr Henna on Instagram and Henna on Twitter um, again just thank you so much people for positive messages and just being really nice to me I do this all of the preparation for these shows um, I do it in my spare time um, and this is a community radio station so it's run by volunteers so you know, I, I do this with a passion to teach people things um, because I see a lot of false information online and I just want to give people information um, that I really feel that people should have. So enjoy the song. It's Bazi. It's already started playing. Um, until next week, um, I'll be here for a two-hour show next week starting at 10 o'clock. I wish you peace and good health. <laughs>